Welcome to another episode of What the Fumble, an actual play D&D podcast where six of us play pretend for realsies. Join me, Adam Thane, who plays the costume sorceress stiletto, and the rest of the gang as we throw around a bunch of shapes with numbers on them, and we also find out why thunderbolts and lightning are very, very frightening. In episode two of What the Fumble, Snake Eyes. Nailed it. It took me a week to master that opening. Perfect. Perfect. How'd I do? Every day better than before. If I was going to rate it low or uh, I'd rate it high. I'd rate it pretty high. Oh. We're about to drown, Adam, please. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to drown one of you. It's going to be a good time. Least. You you guys are all in the water. Yeah, there's not enough room on this door. Sorry, Tess. Have any of you, have any of you like in real life ever actually swam fully clothed yes. i've ever been in water with all your clothes it is uncomfortable and heavy it is so heavy it is a hard thing to do i mean i've almost drowned as a person that's i mean so about that so yeah uh, I, was, <laughs> I was gonna talk about how hard it is to swim in jeans but yeah no no i'm uh i mean were I you was, in jeans at the time i was not wearing jeans at the time i was just wearing my swim trunks i was but a young lad uh, trying to impress a girl. And yeah, I went off the deep end, didn't know how to swim, and uh, almost drowned. Uh, I clambered my way back to the edge by myself. Uh, there was some poor swimmer that I literally tried to stand on top of, pulled her under, but she was a strong swimmer, so that was okay. And I oh, shit. eventually make my way to the edge, roll over, uh, and I see the entire pool in a semicircle around me, just sort of treading water, staring at me. The lifeguard runs over, she's like, did you swallow any water? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so you almost took someone down with you. Yeah, I was oh, about to, yeah. You almost oh, died my... and committed a murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I was about to die. What do you expect from me? That's, they say yeah. that's what you do when you A panic. little bit of selflessness? Yeah. Come on. Listen, it, it's, it was her fault she got in my way of dying. Like, okay? <laughs> like, but I think we're missing the important part. Did you get mouth to mouth after? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it's also probably worth mentioning. I was about the tender age of, I think, ten at this time. Uh, did you do like? Oh a, yeah, let's not. Like let's a, just move on from this. a cannonball or a dive. What? What was the? You I was like, check this out. I'm gonna. I can jump uh, into the I deep went, end. I went down a slide. <laughs> uh, down a slide. Yep. Did the whole, you know, like crossing the arms kinds of thing. You know, went down, and I thought this is gonna be easy. And then I was like, oh, right, I can't swim. <laughs> uh, yep, that, that, that went about as well as I expected. Well, I'm glad you lived. Yep. Glad you're alive, buddy. <laughs> uh, although I will never get close to you if you're drowning. I'm not <laughs> trying to help you. You're going to take me down with you. Exactly. You're on your own. If he's yeah. next to me, there can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's just jump in. All right. Let's do this thing. We're going to get back into it. Last week, you guys, you were all peacefully sailing towards Waterdeep when you suddenly found yourselves becalmed 
And with this type of ship, there wasn't really much you could do about it, aside from just wait it out, hope it doesn't last too long. So you did a little bit of mingling with your fellow passengers. You started to kind of scratch the surface of why each of you are going to Waterdeep. Already kind of find, found out that Tessandria, Wood Elf Monk, played by Colin, had plans to go to Waterdeep with their partner Simon, man who spent decades in the domains of dread, escaped with the help of a Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. But he's unfortunately passed away, and she just kind of decided to see the trip through. Found out that Lustra, Dragonborn Ranger, played by David, is traveling to Waterdeep in hopes of finding some more info about the very same domains of dread, where he thinks someone pretty close to him might have been taken. Found out the stiletto traveler from Waterdeep, played by Adam, has been trained by this very same Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. But before really you could question anyone any further than that, all friggin' hell broke loose. It was a violent storm that replaced this calm. Showed up quick. It was like someone just flipped a switch, right? I mean, there was no storm rolling in. There was no steady picking up of winds. It was pure calm and then pure violence. And all of you got washed overboard into the cold, cold sea, which is where all of you are now except our heroic fighter, Merlin Carlisle. (laughs) Played by my good friend Sobi over there. Did a little tumbling down the stairs. <laughs> I'm safe and sound. <laughs> yeah, on the completely normal boat that isn't exploded. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Everyone in the water except Merlin right now. But right quick, before we get to that, quick little house cleaning. While we were in initiative on the top deck, we forgot to have Slash make a dexterity saving throw oh, before oh, he moved oh. to go tie a rope. I don't want to retcon any of that, but just to keep things... we got to keep this fair and balanced, buddy. Yeah, no, that's gotta fair. got to keep it fair and balanced. Uh-huh. So as you're getting washed overboard, a random rope snaps under the pressure of the ship breaking apart and comes cracking towards you and is about to whip your back. So give me a dex save. A dex saving throw. Uh, first roll of the night, and that is a 13. 13, Ooh. just by the skin of your teeth, managed to jump in the water and out of the way of this rope. So there we go. Fair and balanced. As all things should be. <laughs> One T have skin on their teeth. Excellent. More notes for uh, Stiletto. Cannon. <laughs> skin on their teeth and scales on their boots. <laughs> sandals. There's scales sandals. on their it's sandals. Okay. Again, Relatives. Not the important part. Significantly less scales on sandals. Well, I mean, if Salash is the one that drowns, at least we all have new shoes. Oh, Don't worry, Merlin, go. we got you. <laughs> Let's get back to Merlin. Let's resolve. Yeah, shall we? Let's resolve what's going on with Merlin. Merlin, you just got done falling down a flight of stairs. You're lying there in the hold of this ship when you witness that bolt of lightning just shoot through the hull. Splinters fly everywhere. The entire top half of the hold you're in catches on fire almost instantaneously, and the bottom half starts to fill up with this foamy seawater. And it's filling up really, really, really fast. You quickly realize that this ship is going to sink 
And if you are still in this position when that happens, you're probably going to drown and die. So let's talk about what do you do? What are you going to do? All right. So there's a whole firestorm up above me and uh, a lot of water filling up. So Merlin's going to look around for the hole uh, in the cabin that he's in so he can maybe swim out of the ship. Sure, yeah, I and mean, there's you could even go right back up the flight of stairs. You just uh, face planted your way down. That's right. <laughs> it's really a matter of uh, these are high stakes. If you fail too many checks in a row here, you legit are probably going to die. So talk to me about how you want to get up there. I'm gonna since we're level one, I'm gonna be benevolent, be a nice guy, and let you. Talk me into essentially whatever role you want within reason. So do you want to try to get back up there by brute strengthening, athletics kind of thing? Is this an acrobatics? What? How does Merlin try to get out of this situation? Just persuade the boat to not sink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fighter persuading. I see. So if I try and skip uh, one too many steps, that's probably an acrobatics, sounds like. Oh, it's up to you. I mean, you flavor it up however however way you want. Your best bet is to try to flavor this and try to get whatever modifier you're best with, right? If you have, plus if athletics is your best bet, eh, flavor it up athletics-wise. Well, you know what? Merlin is uh, much more of a gymnast type, so what he's going to do is kind of grab on the railings and just kind of vault himself up the stairs. Okay. Uh, so you try to... Just kind of push yourself back up the stairs uh, that I'm not sure if we mentioned it yet, but you just fell face first. Right. Down a flight of stairs. <laughs> I sure did. I think I think we did mention it, but it's still worth you referenced, but it's so worth mentioning. How are the nubs holding up? <laughs> <laughs> just right on his chin. All right. Give me that. Right. Uh, give me that athletics to see if you can get. Here we go. Back to the top. 17 plus 4 is a 21. Oh, sh- Ooh, wow, yeah, there you go. Hell yeah. Lucky son of a... Had you failed that check, you would have been making another deck save against all the explosions and splinters and flying crates down here. But with that high of a roll, you managed to pull yourself back up to the top deck and with just a few min- moments left, it managed to kind of you know, swan dive into the cold ocean. And now all of you are in this ocean, right where I want you. And now the Kraken goes. (laughs) Now (laughs) it's the Kraken's turn. You guys are all in this cold, cold water. The storm is raging. All of you are getting tossed around by these waves like ragdolls. You're desperately trying to keep your heads above water. This is intense. This is the equivalent of like category five hurricane and you guys are swimming in it. It is really hard to judge kind of time in these situations, but you figure it only takes a few minutes, moments even, before you watch what is left of this burning carcass of a ship get pulled underneath the waves. At that last second, you see a silhouette of a lemon head just kind of swan diving <laughs> into the water. <laughs> the aft castle is completely aflame as it's sinking. It's replaced by this cloud of smoke and steam that's just as quick, blown away by these violent winds. And this storm keeps going. 
and going and dragging on and on, requiring every bit of strength all of you have to just stay alive and above water. Constantly going under, getting thrown back up. This is not a good place for a bunch of level ones. So do any of you have anything at all that you think might help? A spell, anything you might want to do to help you survive this situation? Well, I, I think I don't really have anything, but every time my head crests the water, I'm just going to be yelling uh, each of their names, just, Slash! Lustra! Stiletto! Uh, just trying to get a gauge on where anyone is, so if there's anyone else, you can get their head above water. Okay. Just so we can swim together, at least. Why don't you just give me a perception check to see if, if you notice anybody? Ugh, 10. With the 10, I mean, these are big, big waves. You're getting tossed around by like 20-foot waves. So, you know, there might be brief moments where the angle aligns and you see someone for a second, and then the waves readjust and suddenly they're 20 feet above you and you're 20 feet below them and you cannot get uh, a good eye on anybody. Slash is, while fighting for his life, is going to go ahead and cast Minor Illusion and he's going to cast an illusion of a large arrow above his head, akin to him being some kind of NPC in some god-awful MMORPG as a way to beacon everybody towards him. Save okay. me first. <laughs> Screaming as loud as he can. Oh, that's brilliant. Anyone else? What is everyone else uh, doing? I feel like Lustra, in, a, in an attempt to help save himself and maybe save some of the other people, is going to try to fervently look around for a large piece of this now broken ship and see if he can find a large piece of wood, you know, maybe from the hull or something that got blown off to float upon so that he doesn't have to rely on his own strength, but kind of Titanic this Absolutely, on the ship on the road. Absolutely. See if he can find a piece of wood to hold on to. Give me a survival check to see if you can find something to hold on to. That's a 12. A 12. You do find, I mean, there's wreckage everywhere, and you do manage to find a plank of wood. It's not big enough to full, to go full Titanic mode and like lie on top of it, but you do find a piece of wood big enough to kind of drape your arms over the side, help you out a little bit. And I'll use that in seeing the now illusory uh, arrow swim towards it with the log help or this piece of driftwood helping me along with floating so okay. I can guide my way to as best I can. You do your best to try to make your way towards the arrow, which you can see the arrow just fine. It's well illuminated. The problem is it does, uh, same as I told Colin slash Tess, is, you know, for, sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. It is hard to keep your eye on any one particular thing, but you know the general direction it's in. Start making your best effort to get over there. Merlin, stiletto, is there, you, do you want to try anything? Uh, Merlin does not have any special tricks up his sleeve. He is quite out of his element, so he's going to do what Looster's doing and find a makeshift boogie board and make his way over to the other passengers. Okay. Shall I roll for that? Yeah, give me a survival check. All right, rolled a three, and survival is a zero, so I rolled a three. <laughs> rolled a three. <laughs> You, unfortunately, I mean, you find plenty of wreckage and every single piece you find is way too small to help you out 
in any means, right? I mean, you're finding like pieces of wood like a foot long. It's just, it's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. Hopefully the lemon head is buoyant enough. (laughs) Hopefully so. Stiletto is going to uh, trust what's on her more than uh, what's around her. And she's going to attempt to empty out her water skin um, just to, you know, drown out the storm. And when that doesn't work, she's going to fill it with air and use it as uh, a bladder slash uh, flotation device. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Survival, I suppose. 18. Oh, fantastic. So you... Told you I got water wings. (laughs) (laughs) So Lustra's got hold of a piece of wood big enough to help him float. Stiletto has got herself a little water wing. Merlin is just thrashing around in the water, doing his best, hoping the lemon head is enough. Slash, you're illuminated. Tess, you're... Screaming in the water. Yeah, just wasting my breath. It's a <laughs> good plan. Good plan. All of you can see the light above Slash too. So anyone who wants to kind of try to make the, in, their way in that direction is more than welcome to. But these waters, to say they're violent, is an understatement. And getting over there is quite a task. You know, even if you do get over there, the next wave it hits, all of a sudden you're 15 feet apart again. It is extremely hard to, to get you guys all grouped up. Does anyone want to do anything else, though? Any other ideas that might make survival easier in this situation? I think Merlin is going to uh, voluntarily not try and swim too much. He's just going to try and tread water and keep his eyes on Salash, but not waste too much energy. Because like actively try to conserve energy. Yeah. Yeah, because... You know what would help with that? Finding a floating piece of debris. Well, well, we did try. <laughs> we gave it our best efforts. <laughs> hmm. I feel like Slash would also instinctively try and find like a large piece of netting or another board kind of similar to what Lustra has done uh, in an attempt to stay above water. Netting in specific, just so that way he can almost like throw it out to somebody... Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if somebody comes near, give me a survival. Uh, that is an eight. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't find anything. Where I mean, you find plenty of debris, but nothing large enough to help you out. Unfortunately, you would cuss and draconic. Cuss and <laughs> draconic seems appropriate. Tess, you got anything else? I'm really worried about. Peter and Beth, but I can't help them if I'm dead. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can try to find, like, a a door, and as soon as I'm stable, I just want to maybe take a deep breath and, like, put my head underwater, see if I can see through any of the murk, see if there's anything underwater that I can find. Sure, give me a perception check. You find it. An opening in between the waves. Uh, 17. 17. Even with the 17, it is nothing but a foamy, frothy mess under here. It is a, just as much of a disaster, you know, five, ten feet underwater as it is above. And time keeps it going by again. So hard to judge in this. I mean, this is intense. This is every second of this. You know, we're taking the time to stop and talk about it. But in reality, your characters 
every second that goes by is spent trying not to drown. So it is pretty, pretty intense, and it goes on for a long time, long enough that I need everybody to give me a constitution saving throw. Stiletto, you've got advantage for your water wings. Oh, Lustra, yeah. you've got advantage because you're hanging on to a piece of wood. The other three are rolling normal. Oh, thank God for that advantage. I rolled a natural one. Oh, <laughs> oh crap. Oh, no. Oh. Advantage gave me a three and a five on the dice, so I'm still fucked. What'd you get? What's your... Uh, what's my total is a nine. You got a nine, so you fail. Good old Looster, I got a 19. 19 is a pass, Slash, you were a straight roll. How'd yep. you do? 10. You pass. <sighs> My straight roll is a 17 for a total of 21. Atta boy. Ooh, nice. Damn, you dude. pass. Oh, I'm scrawny and skinny and lanky. I'm a god. Tess? Uh, 15. 15. All passes except stiletto. Stiletto. Question for you, though. What if the gods wanted me to pass? I doubt they do. But what, what, what if I'm favored by the gods and I get to roll 2d4 right now to add it to my saving throw? Oh. This is a saving throw. This is a saving throw. So now uh, my, I've, I have a 14. Oh, you're good. Okay, good. You're good. All right. Do you oh. have to decide that before? It's after, after I fail. After you fail. Perfect. Yeah, right? Uh, so all of you avoid... Your first exhaustion check, which is pretty good news. Pretty, pretty good news. Thank God! <laughs> uh, tell us about that. How, long, how often do you do that kind of bullshit? Uh, what's, what's for short rest? So, uh, so no short rest. So Got I'm, it. Yeah, fuck now. Just exhaustion in the middle of the ocean just sounds so horrible. This is going to be bad. Oh, great, great. <laughs> so everybody passes. The storm keeps dragging on it does not give in at all it goes on for so long that your ears grow numb from just the endless hammering of thunder the frozen spray of the sea your eyes are exposed to so many flashes of lightning that your vision is reduced a little more than just this collection of little light and dark spots. Things are getting really, really bad. And before we roll another con save, does anyone want to try anything else? Yeah, I'll try and grab a uh, piece of wood again. Absolutely. Try that again? Yeah. Sure, man. A 20. 20. There you go. With the 20, you find a sheet of wood large enough that... You know, if conditions weren't as violent as they are, this is a big enough piece of wood that you and probably one other person could lie down, like, prone on this thing. You could... Ooh, wonderful. You find a piece of wood the size of a double bed. Wow, fancy. I'm not sharing. It's your <laughs> lucky day. <laughs> Face plant down the stairs, explode in the ship. So that's fantastic. Anybody else want to try something during this this chunk of time? So... What Slash would like to do is, I'm sure he's got rope in his Monster Hunter pack. Um, what he would like to do, of course, depending on how violent the storm is, may pretty not be violent. able to do it, pretty violent. What he was hoping he could do is take the rope, tie it to a sickle, and see if he couldn't throw the rope to latch on to something. Ideally, that double door that 
good old Merlin's on. <laughs> that would be really convenient, wouldn't it? It would be. Well, if you're going for that specifically, first give me a perception check to see if you even realize that that's going on. Because this is pretty violent. Imagine the most violent storm you've ever seen and then like triple it. That's what we're going through. Uh, that is an 18. 18 is not enough to see that exact. I mean, you see it for a brief second. And again, these waves, 20 foot difference every couple of seconds. So yeah. it goes out of sight as quickly as you see it. But go ahead and give me an attack roll. And if you do well enough. And what, just add my modifier for the for the sickle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oof, that's a 10. Uh, the sickle's not really a ranged weapon, is it? No. Should probably be giving you disadvantage here because you're throwing it in the middle of a cat five hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no doubt. Like, yeah, roll again for disadvantage. Oh god. Uh, and of course that would have been a twenty three. So still a ten. So still a ten. That is not. I mean, you throw you you pull off tying rope to sickle, throwing sickle, and you can quickly feel the sickle like sink and just feel the weight of it. Uh, it's like you're swimming with a a fishing line and a lure beneath you now. Oh boy. Didn't work out. I I think Tess uh even though she's like getting to the point of exhaustion, she's still super worried about the the people who didn't grow up on the water and might not know how to swim. Sure. Uh so like after this first however long it's been, she's going to just spend as much time as she can trying to ride the waves up to get a high vantage point and see if she can just see Peter or Beth or both, see if she can find them, see if she can see these people. They've just started their life. Sure, man. Um, just give me another perception. You wait for the best moment you can find in between these waves and these flashes of lightning. At this point, you know what? I should have made Slash roll disadvantage as well. But you have disadvantage because you can barely see. You're, you've been subjected to so many flashes of lightning that you can barely see a damn thing. Your eyes are burned. Oh, man. Well, rolling more dice is always better, right? It's funner. <laughs> oh, uh, nine, a 14 and a 15, so uh, 19. With the 19, the cor- out of the corner of your eye, you do... It's hard to tell if it's Beth and Peter specifically... But you do see two people hanging on to a piece, a large piece of wood. Uh, it looks like maybe the very top piece of the aft castle. Like there's railings floating on this piece. It's a decent piece of wood. Probably fit three, four people on there. And there are two people desperately trying to hold on to that. All right, I'm immediately going to try to make my way over. Try making your way over there. And it is a difficult, difficult thing to do. And said time is weird in these situations. What you guys just did felt like minutes, but in reality, it took the better part of an hour. And you've now been fighting for your life for a long time. We're going to make another constitution saving throw against exhaustion again. But at this point, Looster's got advantage, Stiletto's got advantage, uh, Merlin has advantage... And that's where we're at. Three of you have advantage. All right, come on. Ah, that's much better. Adam? 18. Very good. Lustra? 19 again. Slash? Uh, 17. 17 total for Merlin. 18 for Tess. Oh, thank God. 18 for Tess. Everyone passes the second 
Con save two. Yay. Whew. Yay, PCs. Oh. oh, God. Otherwise, we'd be following Peter and Beth. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be fine, man. They got that aft castle. On the note of various parts of the ship, if we are allowed to have another action here, I think I know it's a long shot and I know I'm blinded for the most part, but I feel like Lustra would be like, ships have lifeboats or a longboat of some kind attached. I'm wondering if that maybe survived the lightning bolt and crash of the storm and see if there maybe is a boat or at least the wreckage of a smaller boat that I can make my way to. Uh, yeah, sure. And, and we're kind of in like the third section, right? We just did the second set of uh, cod saves. And now you want to try to find maybe if there's a lifeboat floating around. Give me a perception with disadvantage. Oh my god, I got a natural 20 and a 16. Mm. Ooh, so wow. when everything comes to bonuses, it comes to a 19. 19. You figured there had to have been one, but you don't see one anywhere in sight. You assume if there was a lifeboat that it is just as smashed up as all the other pieces of wood that are in the ocean right now. And no, unfortunately, you do not find an intact lifeboat. And the storm keeps dragging and dragging and still doesn't end your ears already numb from the cold and the thunder your eyes barely work from the flashes of lightning and now at this point all of you and notice that it's already been some time since you've lost the feeling in your fingers and your toes it's a very painful condition that is slowly creeping its way up your arms and your legs. And does anyone want to try anything else before we go to another con save? Uh, I'm, I'm going to call out, Peter! Beth! Is that you? Hold on! Uh, and I'm going to just keep trying to make my way through the waves to that that pair of people that I saw. Sure, give me athletics at this point, because you're just, you are just desperately dedicated to swimming over there. Give me athletics. Fifteen. Fifteen. I mean, you may start making your way in that direction, and this storm is an absolute bitch. As, you know, for every ten feet of progress you make, it just throws you back fifteen. Uh, wave after wave, still hammering. This is as bad as it was the second that light switch got turned on, essentially. And it's just, it's next to impossible to be in the place you want to be in at any given moment. It is very, very difficult. And unfortunately, that role is not high enough. I feel like Lustra, to help better his odds of survival, would, if possible, try and get a rope around the piece of wood and just wrap it around his wrists. And instead of hold, draping his arms over the piece of wood, he can use the rope as a means of anchoring himself to the wood. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, from, like a, you know, from a mechanics point of view, you're not going to get any better than advantage. But go ahead and roll me a survival to see if you find a piece of rope. Could come in handy. Uh, that is a 19 again. 19, 19 seems to be my number. You do find a piece of rope and start doing exactly that. It's not, you know, mechanically, it's still your still just advantage. Mm -hmm. uh, but now you've got some rope involved, and that, that can't hurt, right? Mm -hmm. uh, those two of you who still haven't uh, gotten advantage here, Merlin and, or no, excuse me, Slash 
and Tess. Well, Tess, you already did athletics. You're trying to swim over there. Slash, you got any ideas? Slash, first and foremost, is going to grit his teeth. And ideally, he would like to give himself bardic inspiration. <laughs> Can you do that? Uh, that uh, is there's some subclasses that can, but off the bat, no. Off the bat, no? Uh, All right. Th- are are there even subclasses that can? I think maybe. There's one or two. Um, in yeah. which case, if I can't do that, um, once again, he's going to reel that, that fishing line in, that is, as it were, with the rope and sickle, and he's going to give that a, another hoof to see if he can't snatch onto some, onto some wood. Hope that you hit something. Yeah. Uh, just give me an attack roll. See how you do. With disadvantage? With disadvantage? Right, yeah, with disadvantage. Okay, thing. so the first one was a 16 plus a modifier, so that makes it a 20. Second roll, ugh, an 8. The same situation. Throw the line, hits nothing, sinks, and is now hanging below you. Like a weighted fishing line. Give me another concept. Oh, God. My luck is going to run out so fast. This is by far the scariest thing Merlin has ever had to deal with. I feel like I, this has got to be one of the scarier level one things we've done as I a would group. Say so. Yes. It's about as mean as I've ever been at level one. <laughs> <laughs> we had 12 NPCs that could be killed off. Yeah, like at least in a fight, there's an end in sight. We're in the middle of the fucking ocean. Well, Lustra got a 21. You got a 21 on this one. 18. Stiletto got 18. Slash? 12. Slash got a 12. You're good. Merlin gets a a 13 this time. 13, you're good. Oh, oh, apparently Tess ate her Wheaties. She got a 19. Got some Wheaties in you. Lots of 19s out there. Lots of 19s tonight. Just kissing my dice. Oh, did all of you pass all three? You did. I think so. Oh, yeah. Sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That was not supposed to happen. I'm going to punish the NPCs because of your good rolling. Not cool. We're dragging this out to five. (laughs) Not cool at all. How's, uh, you know, even the fact that you haven't taken exhaustion, like from a mechanical perspective, is one thing. But at this point, it has been hours of every passing moment being spent to try not to drown. And probably 50% of the last few hours was spent underwater. Oh, at least. What's in your brains right now? What are your characters thinking? Uh, uh, Stiletto felt like she was first going to be uh, taken down by these waves and then just something... That she's felt before a little, tingled uh, behind the eyeballs, as it were. And since she got that sort of inspiration, she has just been fighting to the point where it's it's sort of like on a flight where they say, put on your mask first. She now is just, this storm will end. I need to keep myself alive in as best shape possible so that once I can do things better... I'm in the position to do it. And she is just steely resolve and using that to push herself forward. That's a good way to put it. You got to get your mask on before you help the person next to you. Even if it's your baby. That's what they say. I mean, you're, you're of no use if you're dead. That's it. Someone should have told that to Tess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm going to swim Bye, backwards. I feel Lustra is going to try and focus on the horizon and hope to God, looking through all of these, all this rain, weather, lightning, cloud, sea foam, froth, undertow, 
try to find the light at the end of the tunnel, find the horizon and just use the horizon as a calming point just to keep his resolve and his mind calm while fighting the waves. Just look towards the horizon and hope for the best. Yeah, it's intense. It's crazy. And it drags on and on and on. But not even this strange sudden storm can be expected to maintain its intensity forever. And eventually, things start to calm back down. All of you, like I said, survived three hours of constantly trying not to drown. But finally, these charcoal black clouds that are in the sky dissipate and the color of the sky is replaced by instead this oppressive slate gray. Much better. Hurricane winds weaken to no more than a breeze. And I'd ask you guys what the damage looks like, but we're, everyone did pretty, pretty good. Did pretty good with those checks. Merlin still got a little bump on his lemon from the fall damage. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, just wet and uh, a little owie. <laughs> oh, man. Have you ever, like, felt a lemon that's... Like been dropped, like the spot you drop it on goes a little soft, right? That's right. It gets a little like bruise on the inside, and yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a little. He's got a little soft chin right now. (laughs) (laughs) The babies have a a soft spot on their head. Merlin never lost that. He's still there. (laughs) Still there. Oh, that's adorable. Man, I can. We don't even have to break out the exhaustion rules. Imagine that. Oh, Oh man. As all of you are floating here now in this now somewhat calmer, actually much calmer, ocean. You see there are three other survivors. Sure enough, Tess, once things kind of settle down, hanging on to that big chunk of aft castle. Uh, You see Peter, he's hanging on to the rails. Most of his body is in the water, and Beth is lying on the wood a lot exactly like Titanic. You already mentioned Titanic. But it's just like that, just like Titanic. Beth lying on the planks uh, of the aft castle. Peter is swimming, hanging on. Uh, I'll say that's maybe, uh, it's about 100 feet to your, we'll call it northeast, your center compass, Beth and Peter. Uh, with the aft castle section, 100 feet to the northeast, 100 feet to the northwest, you see a third survivor. You notice it is uh, just a random, one of the random sailors from the boat who seems to have survived. You didn't catch his name, but you recognize him as, you remember him being a fairly burly half-orc, sported a nice, nicely polished hand axe on his belt. Uh, He seems to have made it. And of course, you see your four other fellow passengers kind of you guys are all scattered i'd say probably within about 50 feet of each other right you're not too incredibly far i'm sure after the storm dies down you probably mingle towards each other right i'd assume you guys want to what do you guys do yeah absolutely merlin's gonna start paddling towards the others i got room for one more so i'll probably pick up uh, whoever's in the water probably peter so the five of you we'll say are kind of spread with no more than 
you know, 30, 40 feet in between any two of you, and you're all center compass. 100 feet northeast is Peter and Beth. 100 feet northwest is random sailor. Right. All right. You can still do that. I just want to make sure you realize that they're Yeah, I got my bearings. Further. I got my bearings. Um, yeah, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm still going to paddle uh, towards that northeast. Uh, so you're yeah. starting to take your big old double bed size sheet of wood and start uh, paddling towards Peter and Beth. That's right. What's everyone else doing? Um, I guess I'd see Merlin on the way to rescue the young couple. So I'm going to, so Tess is going to try to make her way to Silash um, and just make sure that this, uh, this small snake boy can stay above water. Like we've all <laughs> been through hell, but at least everyone else seems to have a something buoyant. Okay. Yeah. You go help Silash out. Yep. Uh, Silash would definitely take the, uh, the opportunity to, to take that help. You said that the half work was how far? Uh, the half work sailor, hundred feet Northwest. Okay. Uh, Peter and Beth, hundred feet Northeast. No, I just wanted to double check that range yeah. because Slash would like to cast a message to that said orc. Okay. Um, and just ask him if he's okay and to swim towards us. Okay. Is that a... It's, that a can- it's, it's a cantrip, yeah. Range is 100... 120 good? feet, yeah. Good on the range is 120. Awesome. That's what I just checked, so... Does he get to reply? Uh, does he get to yes, reply? He does? I believe so. So he... Is it the 25-word one? Yes. Oh, yeah, all right. I'm heading that way. And you tell he's, he starts to uh, starts to swim towards that chunk of aft castle that Peter and Beth are hanging out by. He is closing that gap. I would also like to mention that to Peter and Beth, if they're also within 120 feet, um, uh, that they should make their way towards us. Or actually, Slash is going to look to the group and just be like, do we, uh, do we move to the humans over there? Well, I mean, they have a large piece of wood that they're being buoyant on. I know I can probably make the swim. Do you think you can? I am not exactly what we call strong. Merlin is kicking his little feet, and he's on his way to Peter and Beth to to meet up with them and see if they're okay. We need to stay together. Follow follow the lemon. (laughs) (laughs) Slash takes a deep breath and groans and messages um, uh, uh, Peter and says, Stay where you are. We're coming to you. Peter responds in a panic. I can't see anything. I, I can't see. I need help. She's Beth. Beth. Is uh, Beth visible? She's lying on the, uh, the aft castle. I'm going to message Beth. It, can you calm Peter? We are coming to you. Yeah, no response. Oh, oh no. Yeah, let's... Oh, oh. Uh, do you relay yes, any of that? I absolutely am relaying. I um, am I am shoving him away. Like I was trying to keep him buoyant. I'm just gonna shove him and start immediately swimming as fast as I can to that for to that piece of board. Uh, right. So you you're all going to the board. Everyone's going. Is anyone not going? Everyone's going. Yeah, everyone's, right. going. everyone's going. I think. Yep. Go team puffy shirt. Cell uh, is definitely going to be in the back of the group, though. He's going to let these people go ahead, uh, and he's going to be keeping up the rear. <laughs> okay. So you guys are all, all start swimming towards Peter and Beth. And at this point, 
you know, the, the storm has died down to a point that getting over there, you're, none of you are the best swimmers. I don't think any of you have an actual swimming speed. So none of you are particularly good at this. But the storm has died down to a point that you all make it over there. And you can see, like, Peter's eyes have, uh, like, they're singed, right? They're just bloodshot. He's suffering from the same condition that you guys are, but much, much worse. His, he can't see a thing. You can tell he's gotten a lot of salt water in his eyes. He's probably swallowed quite a bit. Uh, you see Beth lying there, completely unresponsive. And he's just hollering out, hey, Is anyone there? I can't see. Beth, wake up, damn it. Tess is going to yell, Someone stabilize the... Stabilize the wood. I need to check on her. Uh, and she's going to like try to climb up well clamber up as close as she can to beth and like check her vitals see if she's breathing sure yeah give me a medicine check natural one natural oh my god i stab her in the neck (laughs) (laughs) let me see if her head's okay one it's just a it's just a check clearly you fail and you're you're just not sure. She's completely unresponsive, though. And Peter's like, oh, "Is that y'all from the boat? Uh, she needs help. She's Beth. Beth, wake up." Peter, I'm sorry. I can't do anything. But your eyes. I can't see. I'm gonna cast cure wounds on him. Okay. For oh, a one excellent for four hit points. You give Peter four hit points. Right in his eyeballs. <laughs> right in his eyeballs. <laughs> right in the eyeballs. And they start to clear up maybe a little bit, but not at the point that he can, he's got his twenty twenty vision back. This is why I know. Her, help her, damn it. What are you doing? And as all of you are kind of crowded around this, this chunk of Aft Castle now, Beth laying there, uh, unresponsive Peter hanging off the side, you see the half-orc sailor is making his way in this direction as well. And he starts hollering out. He sees what all of you are doing. And he hollers at her. If she's dead, I want that damn piece of wood. Throw it in the ocean if she's dead. And he is swimming aggressively in this direction. Tess is going to stare daggers at him. But after seeing, after seeing this healing, um, she, she's going to like grab onto Stiletto and be like, What did you do? Do that to her! Help her! I can't do anything! Sorry, I thought it was your turn. And I'll uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds on Beth as well. I'll attempt to. Oh, no. Okay. She is completely unresponsive. And I think after using a spell slot on her, it becomes... I mean, the the level of unresponsiveness, you are 100% sure she's dead. She is very, very dead. Merlin is uh once he gets close enough to peter he's gonna like pull him up on his on his piece of wood and just lie to him about his wife and tell him that she's fine um lightning's got her tongue that's why she's not talking and uh everything's gonna be okay i'm trying to calm him down a little yeah. bit with a, a bit of a lie uh yeah more than a little bit of a lie she's she's dead and i'm saying she's alive <laughs> <laughs> do you you're trying to calm him down though essentially, essentially. Is that, that's what you're trying to do yeah, yeah, yeah just give me a persuasion check sure uh, roll the six plus three gives me a nine. You start trying to speak some sense into him. You're trying to explain the situation and he's just not having it. Maybe it's the, 
having swallowed too much ocean water. The fact he's blind, his newlywed wife is, is dead and probably having a little trouble processing that and it just it has no effect he's he's still in full-blown panic mode somebody just help her damn it beth wake up <laughs> and at this point the sailor is maybe 30 feet away from you guys and coming straight towards you merlin Ezra, give me a piece of wood. I'm coming for that piece of wood. There's room on there for more than just you. He, you watch as he like reaches underwater and pulls that hand axe and like puts it in his mouth and starts freestyling full speed in your direction. Axe in mouth. Let's all roll some for reals initiative. Oh, Oh, man. Some for reals. Well, this should be interesting. Not right. fighting the environment this time. That's now there's it. an angry orc with an axe. Taking down green Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like there's going to be plenty of meat on the menu, boys. <laughs> Stiletto, what'd you get? 16. Looster, what'd you get? 5. Slash, what'd you get? 19. Merlin, what'd you get? An 18. Tess? 19. Oh, wow. Who's got the higher decks? Plus three. Uh, plus two. Roll for my jerk of an of a half-orc over here. You had a five, was that right? Correct. What old green beard get? Somewhere between there oh, and there. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. What did Beth get? <laughs> Killed. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> she could have died hours ago, okay, guys? Oh, we'll roll Not for better. Peter. <laughs> we'll roll for Peter. And that body had some balance to stay on that aft castle for three hours on a ship dead. She's dead weight. Very true. <laughs> I mean, Peter was probably like sacrificing everything to keep her there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was maybe alive through most of that storm. That lasted for hours. Maybe she oh. died 45 <laughs> seconds before you got there. See, that's worse than mine. <laughs> Everyone's in initiative? I or think so. Next time, I'm not going to do this. I already regret. I've already... Anyone listening, they these guys now know exactly when my half work's going. So next time we roll, you won't know till turn two. Mm, okay. See, the thing this is... this time, you know. Ooh, you'd think that. I like you putting next it up time as you we go. Yeah, well, I'll put them up as we go That's next like, time. Mo- I'll p- put you guys up, because it's just get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but I wish you guys didn't know when the half work's going. Now I know I'm spelling Merlin wrong, too. Uh, I might have spelt it wrong myself. Don't worry about... You're the DM. It's canon. It's... (laughs) The guy who made it's wrong. What if I have it spelt multiple different ways in front of me right now, though? (laughs) 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 Which is the right one? If that's the case, which is the right one? It's changing constantly. Everything's written in Old English. Like, it's just... You know. Moiling. Tess. Uh, So all of you are kind of crowded around this chunk of Aft Castle, a chunk big enough to fit three, four people lying down. But this half-orc, he, when you originally saw him, he was going to drape, arms draped over a, a piece of wood, like a plank big enough to help him swim, not big enough for him to lie down on. And he looks very interested in acquiring a larger piece of wood. Axe in mouth, swimming as fast as he can towards Merlin and his double bed size plank. What do you want to do, Tess? Uh, well, after he suggested hurling 
the body of Beth into into the water. Tess is seeing red. Uh, so she just screams, You stay away from her! She sees the axe. Um, is just going to swim towards him. Just like try to intercept. If she gets there, she's going to crack him in the face. Okay. He is, I think I said about 30 feet away from you. Just give me a... Oh, you're at half movement swimming. Okay. So it's going to take... If you want to close the gap completely, it's going to... You're going to have to dash. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to, like, dash right up to him, get him in his face, and just be like, think about what you're doing. Oh, I've thought about it. And I prefer his piece of wood. (laughs) (laughs) I'll end my turn. Slash, you see all this going on as well. What would you like to do? So the place, the piece of wood that Beth is on supports about, you said about three to four people? Yeah. And if Beth is gone, supports... Still supports the same amount of people. Same amount of people. She's <laughs> just occupying Beth. one of the spots. I see. I know I called her ballast, oh. but she's not that bad. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, Slash is going to get on the piece of wood with Beth um, and do a quick, you know, go through her pockets, that kind of thing. Make sure if there's any sort of like family heirlooms or anything of that nature. Um, and if there's nothing that is appears important, push her off. Okay. Give me a investigation check. Investigation. At least her husband can't see. Uh, 22. 22. You... Oh, God. At All least you find. Tess is 30 feet away from you, man. <laughs> man, it's true. Tess is 30 feet away. I wish everyone way. could see the look on Colin's face. <laughs> the disgust is more than palpable. It is amazing. With that high of a roll, though, the only thing you find, oh, you find a little golden locket with a picture of Peter. <laughs> And you find He's immediately writing it into his inventory. <laughs> somehow, you're not sure how they stay dry, but you find a copy of like their original vows, and then you throw her into the ocean. I sure do. The meat is a vessel, and this one is no longer useful. Uh, and um, I will make my way to the plank and... Uh, yeah, find my, myself a nice little slice of wood. Peter, Peter's hand was kind of like, you know, on her leg when this happens. And he feels her body getting, like, sliding into the ocean. He's just, oh, Beth, Beth, oh, she's falling off the thing. Somebody help her. She is gone, Peter. Onto the wood. Merlin, what do you want to do? Uh, Merlin is going to turn his attention to the half-orc swimming behind him and uh, just going to matter-of-factly tell him, Sir, please, if you could just appeal to the less shitty half of yourself and just stick with what you got, I'll throw you some rope and we'll all get home safely. But I promise you, if you get way too close, I will have to stab you. He, he, again, he's like 30 feet away if you do want to close the gap. But he hears this and just answers, oh, I've thought this through. I've heard stories about these kinds of things. You don't get out of this situation without doing a couple fucked up things. <laughs> well, so yeah. Really? I guess so. <laughs> really, Slash? It, 
This is about survival. This meat is useless now. Merlin, what are you doing? Uh, so Merlin, he's just he's gonna pull out his uh, his long sword and kind of like turn around so that his like butt is like on the board, but facing the half orc swimming towards him. Okay. And uh, once he gets close enough, he's just gonna try and poke him in the face with the sword. The half orc. That's right. To close the gap, you're gonna have to dash, so you can't get to him and fuck right. him up. So I'm not gonna not go gonna to him. Hit. I'm gonna wait for him to get close to me, and then I'm gonna try and stab okay, him. Okay, you're gonna hold your action. That's right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, buddy. That's going to bring it to a Peter who is going to, he disappears underwater. He's like trying to grab Beth's body on time before it sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, so he disappears underwater. Stiletto, what do you do? Can Stiletto get on the plank, the aft castle, and still have an action? Yeah, but once you get up there, you'd only have half your movement left. I'd say you guys are kind of no, huddled I, I, right around it right now. So yeah. And yes. the, the aft castle can hold how many people? Uh, it looks like three to four. Three to four. You're not sure exactly, like, to the number how much weight it can hold, but space-wise, there's enough for about four people to lie down. Okay. I mean, she starts doing some math real quick. Hopefully Peter survives. And she just looks at the orc and just goes, Slow down. And she is going to cast a Ray of Frost on him. Okay. Oh, it's Cantrip. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, oh, believe me, I assume I lost my spell slot trying to save a dead lady. Sure did. <laughs> that silly nat one medicine check. Uh, oh, speaking of nat one. We got another got nat one. Got oh, nat my God. On a spell boy. attack roll. Oh, this is good. Oh. We're going to have to roll out oh, the old fumble table. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. It's a spell attack roll. Spell attack sure. roll. What were you doing? Chill touch? Is that what you said? Uh, uh, Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. I'm going to ask you to put your hand in this beautiful IKEA Tupperware container Ooh. filled with tiny little folded up pieces of paper. You're going to pull it out and read what it says. And if it's relevant to the situation, it's going to have some of these things in this Tupperware container are fucking bad. <laughs> Some of these things are bad. It's deadly. Oh, something bit my hand in here. What the? <laughs> I'm banging on you accidentally <laughs> shoot Slash instead. <laughs> oh, wouldn't, wouldn't you like that? <laughs> oh, I hate it. Oh, oh Lord. Breakage. Your weapon breaks and can only be repaired by a skilled craftsman. If the weapon is magical or you are unarmed, an item from your inventory is damaged instead. Oh, what's in your inventory? Oh, well, how about I just give you... This and you go play. Oh no, is her water wings gonna pop? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's perfect, actually. Yeah, let's that's exactly what happens. You are trying to cast this cantrip, try to slow this guy's roll down a little bit, and you know, this the ocean still has a decent swell to it, and you lose your footing and your uh, your water skin that you've emptied out, filled up with air is punctured and useless. Uh, that could have been a lot worse. I feel like you... You got off lucky. You got off yeah. good there, bud. Yeah, but we're <laughs> surrounded by salt water. Got off good. It's all right. There was no water in it anyway. It's true. It's water. It's full of air. It's also it bad. Floaty. Oh, no. Boop. Just the floaty. Oh, that's great. First fumble. Oh, that one wasn't too, too, too bad. I can drink uh, But I'm glad we, cool. got, glad we got that uh, out of the way. Got our first... One, just for anyone listening uh, who may care, I'm a big fan of fumbles. Don't give a shit about the crits. (laughs) (laughs) 
says the DM. Here exactly. is what the fumble, it's not enough that you fail. You should be punished. <laughs> the way I see it, though, in all honesty, is like, you get a nat 20, you do extra damage. That's what you do. That's right, yeah. Yeah. That's the bonus. Roll one is supposed to be a miss, but, I mean, a one's always going to be a miss, so you got to throw a little flavor on top. A little panache. A little something-something. A little yuan tea blood. Oh, yes, yes. Salt and pepper. Oh, this yeah, is... Yeah, natural one. It's, it's bad juicy. and wrong. It is badong. So you try to slow this uh, half work down unsuccessfully. You don't, now don't have a water skin, and it's the half work's turn. So he's going to do some stuff. Did you dash up to him? I did. I'm You're right in his right face. Up in his face, and looking directly away from him at Salash. <laughs> Just a cold expression across Salash's face as he pockets the wedding vows and golden locket. The old slash splash. He grabs this axe from his mouth and tries to bring it down onto your shoulder. He says, I'll have them planks and a little bit of meat to make the time go by, too. And does a 16 hit you? Ah, 16 just hits. That's the number? Yeah. That is the magic number. Oh, boy. Oh, this is a bad idea. You take... Seven points of slashing damage. Oh! That's a big, big number at level one. Sure is. That's a big old number <laughs> oh at level God. one. <laughs> that concludes his turn. Looser, what do you want to do? You're over 30 feet away from half work. Uh, well, considering Tess's taking on the orc and considering what I was talking about with Tess before the ship went all kerfucky. I'll try to hop up onto the actual aft castle or what's remaining of it. Yep. And would I be able to hop on top, pull out my longbow and take a shot? Yeah, you just set a movement. When it, well, you, it takes half of your movement to get up there and that's all it costs. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'll do that. Get my bow at the ready and let the ranger fly his first arrow over the campaign. Oh boy, give me that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tupperware's on the table. Let's use it. Oh my God. Oh my Ask and you shall receive. It is a one. Oh, no. You're going to shoot me in the back of the head. (laughs) Somebody might die. Oh, it's somebody. Oh, Mm. somebody might die. Oh, buddy. Oh, Oh, buddy. Oh, man. Two turns in a row. Well, this is what we get for passing all the exhaustion. Uh, Two player turns. D&D karma in full effect. What's this say? Oh, my hands are shaking, (laughs) boys. (laughs) Gaslight. A sudden important thought occurs to you and interrupts your attack. Your opponent can use its reaction to make an attack of opportunity. Oh, oh still no. gonna die. <laughs> on, on me? <laughs> what? How does that work? Oh, man. Well, luckily, I'm pretty sure the opportunity attack is supposed to be against loose right here. I think that's the intention. Well, you can throw the axe. You're right, I think. I like that plan. I like that plan. He sees an arrow come flying by. He notices immediately that, like, the cut he just gave to Tess. He's like, oh, she'll drown in a minute. So he sees an <laughs> arrow coming toward, from you towards him. He's really angry and immediately throws his hand axe at you. Shit. That <laughs> oh, one? <laughs> no, it's not a that one, but it's a two. Well, he's got a modifier on top of it. So he's... He missed, 
and now doesn't have his hand axe. So <laughs> way to talk me into that. <laughs> so that's good. That was uh, is there anything else you can do? Can you do a bonus action? Anything like that? You got anything? No, I'm level one, man. Level All one. All right, back to the top of the turn order. Turn number two. Tess, you're in the water right next to this half work. He just threw his hand axe. So what, <laughs> what do you want to do? All right. Um, I'm going to be like clutching the giant bleeding gash that he made in my chest. Like, look <laughs> back, like, I've like followed the axe with my with my eyes, see it splash into the ocean, turn back to him, get my spear off my back, eye contact, just jam him in the gut. Oh boy. If I'm not mistaken, a spear is one of those things that were were good, right? Yeah, this is counts as underwater combat, but I think we're good with a spear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. All right, let's do this. Natural 20. Oh, oh boy. Flipping the tables around. <laughs> thanks for all thanks for giving me all your luck, you guys. You're welcome. Yeah, it. yeah, it feels that way. This is this is our crit, you know? <laughs> I can drink your water then. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that is eight damage. Oh shit. That's with your extra yeah, extra die uh, too. Two and a three plus awesome. three. Eight points of damage to my half-orc, boy. You got anything else you can do? Oh, I, I believe I do. I just jam my spear into his gut and I say, you will not touch her. And I'm going to, well, I mean, because she's sinking, but I'm going to grab. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when they both land on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Go say hi. Um, I'm going to grab him like from uh, both sides of the head and just headbutt him in the nose on our oh. strike. Bonus action, baby. Good thing your spear's jammed in him. So free hands. What? 24. Oh, damn. Oh, oh wow. shit. Very nice. All right. Monk things. Four damage. Four points of damage to my orc boy. Bonus action, action. Uh, and I'll take my movement to move 15 feet back. You, uh, is that a thing you can do? I mean... Disengage? Uh, he already used his reaction to oh, you're chuck right. his axe. right, because yeah. he oh. threw his axe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The fumble that keeps on giving! Shit. Fumble really did not work <laughs> the way it's supposed to work. Hey, I'll take the not getting killed by a half-orc in the middle of the ocean. Right. Uh, so, yeah. All right, you swim 15 feet back towards the rest of the group, I assume. Yeah. And that's going to bring it to Slash. What would you like to do? Peter is still next to me, correct? Yep. Uh, he's trying to desperately grab onto his dead wife. Last turn, Peter dived underwater. Like As you pushed her overboard or off this plank, his hand was on his leg, and he kind of felt her slipping off, so he's like dove underwater to try to help her. Uh, he's going to try and reach into the water to grab Peter. Can he, can he grab her, grab Peter before he goes too deep, or would I have to actually jump off the plank? Uh, you don't. You give me a perception check, I guess, see if you can even find him. He's underwater. Five. <laughs> I mean, you assume he can't, couldn't have gone that far. He's only had a few seconds since he disappeared underwater, but you don't see him. Cell's going to look to... So, what player characters are closer to Cell at this point? We have Lustra, 
and we have Stiletto that are everyone's right there yeah, except yeah. for except for where Merlin and Tess because Merlin's on his no. own piece of no, no, no Merlin's right, right there, there except for Tess is fifteen feet away from you. You're sort of like a flotilla at this point. Though. Oh, I see, I see. Um, in which case, Cell uh, will take his turn to uh, take rope and see if he can't try and make this thing more sturdy, uh, something that we could properly stand on and and not sink. Uh, perhaps take the door that Merlin was on and like add it to the aft castle part that we're on and try and tie it together. Okay, so you do your best to just steady this thing. Exactly, yeah. Okay, Merlin, what do you want to do? Merlin recognizes how futile this half-orc's efforts are. The, he's, not, he's not getting anywhere. Uh, so I'm going to turn my attention to Peter. I'm going to ignore what Salash is doing with the whole boat sturdying and just try and pull Peter up, find him and pull him up. Okay, give okay. me a perception check, see if you can find him. Sure. 15 on the die, and plus 2 makes it a 17. As you dive underwater, with that roll, you manage to find Peter. He's a lot lighter than you expected him to be. Uh-oh. You immediately realize that you're surrounded by these maybe foot-long fish with razor-sharp teeth. You find yourself in a swarm of piranhas. Dear God. Most of Peter's legs are already gone. Beth is nowhere in sight. And I'm going to try to eat you next week with some piranhas. Oh, oh, good time. Man. Good time. Are Peter's vows okay? <laughs>